This is classic Isaac. I'm so glad that we can address your Well, your actually, problem. though, okay, so we're going to talk uh, now about the Tajikistan You'll like couple. this one. The I don't couple. think you're pronouncing that right. Tajikistan. Isn't it Tajikistan? That no, sounds Tajik, more correct to me. I think me. it's Tajiki, though. That sounds like... not just Tajik. No, it sounds like a condiment. Look, play it. Say pronounce. Uh, to who? I'm going to be right about this. Hey, Siri. Google Tajikistan. Tajikistan. Oh, oh. Ah, I told you, motherfuckers. Nabes. It reminded me of that scene from um, Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox with the neighbors. Oof. That's quite a reference. I'm, at, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back to my geriatric uh, war. My, my chamber. There is a funny viral video featuring artists who make upstairs neighbor sounds. And it's done in those. Oh, I love that video. Yeah, that's the, one of the my artisanal favorite. upstairs yeah. neighbors. Yeah. He's like, Mwah! and they're, <laughs> yeah. they're rolling bowling balls down yeah. the down yeah. the floor. And uh, he's like a classic like theater school director. Yeah, who's just like, this is my this is my art. Yeah, it's made like one of those like Portland butter making company oh, videos it's so good. with this. It's got the same vibe yeah. to it. It's yeah, very it's amusing. One of my faves. Hey, hey, every listener, welcome to the show. We've got Brad on. Actually, this episode's probably going to come out first. That's crazy. Yeah. So we just had a very intense episode about homelessness, which will yeah. come out in after this. Listen for that one. You guys have been asking What a for plug. It. What a plug. Yeah. So Brad Robinson here, Skid Row Housing Trust. That's correct. Definitely our most intense guest yet. That's how Isaac described I listened to that. Yeah. yeah he's very intense. He's very intense. Very intense. Uh, passionate. passionate. I don't want you to describe people to me anymore because then I get the wrong. I'm always wrong. I get, well, I get a visual in my <laughs> head and then I th- I'm thinking this giant pill is going to come in the door and Brad was great. What's so. a pill? Just very tight assed, no fun person. That's Brad. Oh, I'm, I bring... <laughs> Just kidding. I hate you so much. You should. Can I read some listener email? Do you guys want to hear that? Sure. Sure. Uh, Okay. So this is from uh, Corey from Connecticut. And Corey writes in, Gentlemen, I came to your podcast after it was mentioned on Unpopular Opinion and got hooked by the NYC Sucks episodes. (laughs) Never have I felt something personally resonate with my own thinking so much. You really hit the nail on the head there. Not sure... Isn't that the episode that everyone's calling you a fascist for? I don't... Who would call us a fascist in that one? I don't know. Or they got a lot of heat for... Probably. That's the one where Isaac suggests we should fuck homeless people out of the city. No, that, you said that. No. You said hard right. on homelessness. Hard on... Hard on homelessness. Uh, and so, again, the, you guys are being fascists. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one fascist on this show. It's not me. Uh, I've noticed that by comparison... <laughs> Wait a second. What, what's that? <laughs> to the listeners at home, there's a lot. Of I'm a social. I'm a social fascist. Fascist. Social. Fascist. Social. Fa- I can't speak. You are a social fascist. I am. Yes. That's true. 
audio- you know, like if you the slightest social miscue. I was Charles described as a local you. comedy fascist. Yeah, and that's, for sure. That's how I have. Are you a stickler? I guess so. Heavy. Heavy Type A stickler. personality? Except a stickler's not so dark. Like a fascist is like a dark stickler. No. Um, I, like I don't, I don't stickler. think that you I understand have a what the word fascist means. Fascists are just sticklers. Okay. I have a Hugo Boss <laughs> suit. Okay, so continuing from Corey's email, uh, I've noticed that by comparison... The fascist from Connecticut? Yeah. Corey might, who knows? I've noticed that by comparison, unpopular opinion is very intolerant of opposing views, especially since the majority of episodes these days claim they're going to discuss some divisive political topic. If the guest doesn't get shouted down by the host, Adam, or another comedian will make some pun or gibe. Jibe? I think he means jibe. She means jibe, guys. Let's get the gender right. We don't. Corey could be. I think Corey's a man. Oh, that was very intolerant of me. Yeah, you're in a lot of trouble. Such a fascist. We shouldn't be hurting people. That's right, Brad. (laughs) Such a good one. That is really good. That's great. It's a great. That's amazing. Well, that's that's seamlessly edited. Uh, Oh, if 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 the guest doesn't get shut down by the blah 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 out of their argument, and the guest will be forced to awkwardly laugh along with everyone else, effectively not making their point. You can't maintain a substantive discussion when the majority of the people there are leftist comedians. Oh, Corey is a fascist. Let's start making (laughs) quips. To get the audience on their side. It's the same way Jon Stewart would always come out on top when he debated people on TV. He would keep making jokes to get the audience laughing. And on his side, until his opponent felt too flustered and stymied to keep arguing, your show is just refreshing. Yeah. Thanks, Corey, Corey. You're not a fascist. Don't let these I, SJWs I'm, make fun I'm, of you. That's I'm, great. So they're going to basically listen to this at the local you know, clans meeting in Connecticut. Ooh, the local great. clans Or the neo-right, the neo alt-right. The alt-right. Proud Boys. Proud boys hey, meetings. you know what, Corey? There's nothing wrong with questioning. You don't the drive a Camaro, do you, Corey? I'll, I'll say, oh, that's, that was that hey, was. You a should dark drive joke. a Camaro. Uh, you should drive a Camaro. I uh, <laughs> I wrote back <laughs> you to Corey. A pickup truck. You didn't get the reference, and you're gonna feel bad about that comment you yeah. made okay, later. So, yeah, maybe remember the guy that. Oh, ran oops. over the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought Brad was. You should drive a Camaro. You should. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus not good. Christ. Definitely keep... don't clip that. No, I didn't realize that that was a reference to that. Um, God. So that's scary. That is a victory for. You guys should have your own podcast. Okay. No, sorry. I like your podcast. Sorry, um, so captain, my captain. I responded to Corey and I thanked him. He wrote a review for us. Thanks, Corey. I, I, I do want to defend unpopular opinion. I, I think that. Uh, Adam hears that a lot from people that are like yeah, it's called is. unpopular opinion but you don't love popular opinions but the title of the show references his opinion which is supposed to be what's unpopular because he's a writer and he wrote it, the original premise of the show was he'd write an article and then defend it on his podcast so well, he, and he used to write articles that had somewhat unpopular yeah and also it's a, they're ostensibly comedy show they describe themselves as a comedy show so people are going to make jokes it's just how it is we don't do that. We're not described as comedy. We're not genred that way. We're society and culture. No, you have genred us as Whoa. a pop culture podcast for because you love self sabotaging and can't just write a straight. Re- you guys want me to leave the room? Straight. This is getting awkward. What well, Isaac is referring to is there's the description of our podcast, which I think is hilarious, uh, is not really what our podcast is about. But it, Isaac gets fixated on our description because he thinks that people are like... Isaac gets fixated on something? Yeah. Yeah. That's time to, I'm gonna, let me read the like description you. to you. I think this is a riot. This is a, the description. So when people look at our podcast, okay. this is what they see. Be the first to know what's trending in pop culture and in the minds of Hollywood-obsessed youngsters with everyone's favorite entertainment news and talk show, not a huge fan. Hot goss boss Isaac Simpson... <laughs> 
Excuse me, what? Hot Goss Boss. Isaac Simpson. Goss is in like gossip. I understand what the reference I was. Know, he wrote this, man. Look at <laughs> you him. You wrote this? Yeah, yeah look at him. Oh, Jesus. It's hilarious. This is, this is Hot Goss Boss Isaac Simpson joins forces with celebrity dish doctor Charles Disney. <laughs> To scoop steamy Hollywood gossip, dirty dark secrets, and hot takes on hot topics, all combined in a sleek infotainment package you and your friends won't be able to stop listening to. Your celeb experts chit-chat about everything from relationships to who's in rehab this week and more. So and it's is, like that reads like that could be what the show literally is. This is like the equivalent. I know I'm going to be jumping around in continuity, but like the Spice comment is just like, what? Yeah. yeah. I... Uh, well, I'm a big fan. So, listeners, if you want to write a description for us, you guys write it because Isaac right. and I are constantly fighting about this. This nonsense. is completely I actually, masturbatory. It's, it's, this is the most masturbatory intro we've ever done. Uh, uh, well, well, this is Corey's fault. And then, um, <laughs> you know what? Fascist. I, I'll, I'll read the other emails in a, in a different episode because our listeners. Corey stole the show. Well, our listeners write us novels, and then we get to the end. And it's like, oh, that's the end of the show. Bye. Uh, so let's move on, shall we? But your yes. intro, your writing was, it was great. Thank you. It was very funny. Yeah. You're talking about me or Corey? You, why do I have to pick? I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan All of right. my, my intro. Anyway, enough circle jerking. Yeah. Isaac wants podcast. to talk about something. Uh, so let's talk. Are you chewing gum? Oh yeah, you shouldn't chew gum whilst... Recording. You've come in your mouth? <laughs> this is fucking first grade. What are you chewing? What is that? I don't need your judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Brad has a little metal container of something. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, is it chewing I tobacco? It is. It's is not it? chewing tobacco, but it doing? is Nicorette gum. Nicorette. Oh, okay. I have multiple friends that chew Nicorette. It's because it's awesome. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I'm afraid of it. So uh, why don't you uh, begin? Okay. So let's talk about two stories. First story, let's start with the more interesting story. You heard the Asia Argento news. Yes. So Asia Argento, who was one of Weinstein's biggest accusers, um, and the boyfriend, I mean the girlfriend of Anthony Bourdain, who I still maintain was killed by Mossad agents hired by Weinstein. She, it came out that she had a $350,000 settlement with a 17-year-old boy who she was friends with when she, since she was like six years old and who called her mommy and like looked up to her as like mom figure. And they, they were in like a mom picture. They were in a movie together called The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things and he played her son. He's one of the right. kids that played her son in the film. Right. And uh, so they had this kind of cutesy mom-son relationship. And then the, she like invited him over to her hotel room and started sucking him off and banged him. And he felt very bad about it. And, you know, it's the same story as in reverse. Like he emailed her afterwards, but it was like, oh, but you harmed me and hurt my life. And she uh, then settled with him for $350,000. 350 thousand dollars yeah I'm like I mean, i'm like weird with the numbers right now um and she uh he uh, surprisingly they didn't sign a gag order so there was no in the settlement deal there was no nothing that said he couldn't talk about it and then so uh i guess he started talking about it or something happened okay so what's your point 
I don't know. Asia Argento, what do we think? Should she be condemned? Is this so you can justify the behaviors of Weinstein? No, or, or you I, just I want to say, or, or you want to basically say that also men can be? I don't know. What's the truth? I, I, I don't have a. I mean, I hate Weinstein. Can so women I'm super be predators down. too? Sure. Do you think she's a predator in that situation? It's not really up for me to debate. That's kind of where like, the legal system comes into play because we don't know all the facts. We know an article, so I'm not going to weigh in. Other than the fact that oh, you can weigh in, Brad. Don't worry. I don't think I want to. Uh, I I thought delicious tacos. Yeah, I liked his take. Had, had the best take, I which agree. was like banging a seventeen-year-old, no big deal. Banging a seventeen-year-old who you've known since he was six and who calls you mommy, very creepy. Very weird. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said. I think the issue here is not really whether or not she's a predator. It's just the sheer hypocrisy. Yeah. What's the hypocrisy? The sheer hypocrisy is she did the exact same thing. That all of these people are being accused of in reverse, and she I almost didn't even realize that she'd done something wrong. You well, know, she she did. She paid a settlement. Well, yeah. but that was after her whole crusade. I'm um, okay. Is there's that, also is there's that true? Also, I'm trying to read. Yeah, this no, I think I, we the, didn't do any prep. Yeah, on the story, story is no. that he came. Yeah, he came out after she. This settlement was paid recently. Like it, it, this was after she came out as the thing, because it says. Why did he wait till now? And it says, oh, he was motivated uh, because she was holding herself out as this hero. And he was like, well, she did the same thing to me. Hmm. So. But why I'm just curious that you're bringing it up. Do you feel that this takes away any of the or, or, or decredits the campaign as a no, whole? I, no, I don't. Or I, you I, just I don't like, or do you it. want to have her knocked down just kind of like to, to display the fact that this can be told on both sides? Because if we're, let's look at the sheer numbers of people of, from men to women that have experienced this type of abuse. Does it happen with women to men? Of course. To the magnitude that it's happened to women, especially in a professional work environment, especially within the Hollywood work environment, not even close. So, like, you're comparing... Well, I think it happens to men on men quite a bit. Like, young men and There's the Kevin Spacey men. analogy, of yeah. course. No, and I've, like... Yeah, I mean, you... Yeah. Can you believe they put out that movie that he was in? The the Billionaires Club, or whatever it was called? What was it? It was this past weekend they released uh, Kevin Spacey's, like, last movie before the whole drama unfolded into oh. theaters. and made, like, $126 total. <laughs> I'm just amazed that they didn't do the Christopher Plummer and just replace him because right. he's like a small role in it. Huh. But I guess they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Maybe people will be um, ghoulishly sounds like, interested. No, it sounds like a contractual thing that they couldn't Maybe. I, I guess what interests me about this is not so much, oh, does this destroy the whole movement, yada, yada. I think what interests me is in her mind, my my question is, in her mind, did she think... I've never done anything like this. And then this came out and she was like, oh, shit. I have done something like this. Oh, you mean... Do you- Asia Argento. In Asia Argento's mind, did she just forget about this and never think about it again? And was like, and then she went on this crusade and was like, oh, fuck. I totally forgot that I did this exact same thing to a young person back in the day. Or did she know about it the whole time and was just being willfully hypocritical? Again, either way... Whether she was or, or or wasn't, it really doesn't affect the outcome and the, and what she needed to bring to light being brought to light. So I, she might have. You're right. She might be an absolute hypocrite, 
and didn't realize it, or she might have had a, a catharsis of realizing, like, I did this too, and then mm. here's here's a way that we can maybe find some solutions and bridge the gap. But it, at the end of the day, this needed to happen. This change needs to continue to happen. That's what's that's the takeaway. And this particular story is just another distraction mm. from actually us getting to a point of change and solution well what this is a hundred percent is a story is weinstein fighting back i mean that's there's another great delicious delicious tacos is always fucking has the best takes on everything but there's another thing on him where he says all of this happening now we've said this on here before is weinstein has enough money laying around that he is wage i mean this guy is a vindictive motherfucker i've been in the i've been in the room with the man really he's a monster yeah what did he what What's that story? Um, I had first moved to Los Angeles and I was working at a bar uh, at the W Hotel and he was like camped out there in Westwood. Oh, he was probably he, doing his gross And he shit. had this like young assistant and he would come out. You just, didn't touch any of the plants, did you? No, but he would drink like <laughs> two bottles of Grey Goose Orange and just like come out and just like... Ugh. Like the Island of Dr. Moreau kind of just thing like, I'm Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. He's, just, he's, just, he's disgusting. He's disgusting, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I he definitely deserved it. But um, Tacos' take was, you know, he has enough money. He uh, hid enough money and has enough connections that it'll be he's like one retaliating. Of his, it'll be one of his Oscar campaigns. It, exactly, and that's exactly what he said. He yeah. said he's going to go after all these people that went after him just like he went after those Oscar campaigns. He's going to put everything he has in destroying them. Yeah. And this is, it's, watch, the hits are just going to keep fucking coming. They've already, two of them have Did already Did you just put a target on my back now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Brad, watch out, man. Um, but, and I, that's why I honestly, again, I'll say it again. I honestly do believe that Bourdain was killed by, like, I, I think that that was, I, I, I think I that was, you, I think that I was his first I need you move. to not say that because what happened with Anthony Bourdain, first of all, like, that he was one of the last remaining heroes and that it shows the insidiousness of of depression and what it can do. And also the scourge of what celebrity and, and the psychosis that is celebrity in this country yeah, sure. is doing to people. Well, that's a whole different problem. Well, I know that, but like you, I can't make light of that just because that was personally for me, a devastating blow when I found that out. And well, it was not making light of it. I so wait, but do you think that Bourdain knew about this is the question again? That doesn't matter. That, that that seems so irrelevant, and I think you know that being somewhat of an intelligent person, that that, that you're, that's just sensationalism. <laughs> you're just you're just go, you're I going. I would for only the, know that if I was an intelligent person. No, I said you <laughs> you do, have to agree with what I'm saying. So when did you, what, you, when did you so, stop beating your wife? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if we go back and listen, I go. I think you know this because you are an intelligent person. Is what I no, said. No, I know, but I'm saying it's like when you say that you're obviously. When you I'm, say that, you're saying I, of course you agree with me because you're intelligent. Brad, are you still chewing gum? I'm not chewing gum. Uh, <laughs> Brad, here's episode two. You're making logical fallacies, chewing gum. I hate it. You're really now. losing the steam. I'm not chewing. Yeah. I have gum somewhere around my mouth yeah. area, but it's just nesting. If I can hear it, so can everyone else yeah. who's listening. I apologize. There's some guy sitting in his desk listening to this like, and what? hearing your gum. Somebody chewing God, gum you like Miss Clamaris. I'm just telling you. Well, uh, I don't, I, we're going to get the email, and I'm, it's going to be four pages you, long. You can send it to me, and I'll apologize <laughs> <Okay>. with <laughs> one word. Uh, um, can that be a sound clip? The gum. Oh God. Um, so Is what's it really that bad? What's the final? What's I am giving you a little bit of shit, but I can hear the gum, and mm. if I can hear it, then other people will be annoyed by it. 
what's your what's the final point? What do you think is going to happen from here? It's just going to be gonna, unending the hits are gonna series keep of coming. Oh yeah, it's just going to be story, uh, story, Brad story. Brad has story, removed story. the gum. It, it, about every single one of these accusers, he's just going to go so hard, and it, then the trial is just going to make even more of it come out. No. That's so the hits. Are, that's what Tacos's tweet was. The the sequel's going to be better than the original, <laughs> which is fucked up. But uh, so what's definitely what's going to happen? Oh. Um. Okay. Next story in our news day. This is classic Isaac. I'm so glad that we can address your. Well, your actually, problem. though. Okay, so we're going to talk uh, now about the Tajikistan. You'll like couple. this one. The I don't couple. think you're pronouncing that right. Tajikistan. Isn't it Tajikistan? That no, sounds Taj- more correct to me. I think me. it's Tajiki, though. That sounds it's like not just Tajik. No, it sounds like a condiment. Look, play it. Say, pronounce. Uh, to who? I'm going to be right about this. Hey Siri. Google Tajikistan. I found something on the web about Tajikistan. Oh! oh. I told you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Tajikistan. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's... Well, thank you, Siri. Well, okay. You know what? I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Oh, Siri's the authority. Tajikistan. 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 Okay. So, um, why don't you... Describe what you believe the story. First of all, is. though, you're you clearly read the Snopes fucking. No, thing, I didn't which read. Sucks. I didn't it's read. Wrong. I didn't the Snopes read, thing is wrong. I didn't and, read. And the New York Times article is right. I didn't read Snopes. I read the Washington Post article, and uh, I'd read that a few days before because one of my Facebook friends went to high school with this girl. So yeah. I rem- one of the girls. We want tell the story, and then we'll okay. get there. So this couple, very young, twenty nine, obviously very kind of hipster bourgeoisie. Couple uh, in Washington D.C. goes on like a bike ride around the world, and they're blogging about it. And their blog is um, very pretentious. I mean, it's very much exactly what you'd imagine of this kind of upper class person, like you know, when you say around the when world. you say pretentious, do you mean more tone deaf? Just kind of. Yeah, kind of tone deaf, kind of. I mean, we could read some of the posts from it. It's just very self-involved and like very. Like I'm such a good white person doing this great bike ride. Exactly. All right. Simplycycling.org slash blog is where the blog is. And I mean, they were doing something very difficult, obviously. I mean, it's like they really went through hell to do this bike ride. It's really not an easy thing to do. Um. So uh, they bike rode everywhere. They started, I think, in like South Africa and they rode all over the whole world and they experienced a few moments of hostility. They almost got run off the road once on like the border of Spain and France. And there was a couple other times when people like attacked them. But in Tajikistan, a group of young men recorded a video like pledging their allegiance to ISIS and then went and ran them over and killed them. Mm-hmm. And they killed both of these two people and then also like a Swiss guy and a Dutch guy or something who were also biking with them. Okay. And it's crazy because you can look at their Instagram accounts and you see them posting methodically up until that last post in Tajikistan. So it's pretty crazy to see. But the you know kind of crazier right-wing blogs used this as... Uh, Dumb liberals who think the world is. Uh, I'll read. I'll yeah, read the headline. Read that. Isaac sends me this article. This is what I get via text. Millennial couple bikes near ISIS territory, thinking humans are kind, and gets killed. 
Evil is a make-believe concept we've invented to deal with the complexities of fellow humans. Well, he did say that. He did write An that. idealistic young American couple was killed in an Islamic State-claimed terrorist attack last month while on a cycling trip around the world. Right. So... So that's the... <sighs> There's a certain point where, like, for example, if you're going to plan a cycling trip, like, you want to maybe bypass cycling through Juarez. You know, like, so there's a certain, like, I've actually heard I don't, Juarez I, isn't that bad anymore. I think you should go there. I was thinking about going there for my bachelor party. I think you should go there. Ready for that, Charles? I think Charles. Your bachelor party? <laughs> and Juarez? Are you going to, like, reenact Sicario? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get your best Benicio Del Toro? The best oh, yeah. bachelor party you could throw is one that's very tame and, like. Yeah, it's like cards. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play a little, a few board games, and yeah. have uh, have some wine. But we're um, gonna be in Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> I think like there is a, like what I can think. What, what I think you're speaking to Isaac is the state of entitlement. Of yeah, thinking. see, exactly. I think there's a way to look at it that way. So it's like like you're there's a certain part to where a little bit of self editing and understanding like a cycling trip around the world is a great idea. I think honestly, being aware of the environment and respectful to where you're going need to be obviously a part of that. And then also interestingly enough, if these people were posting up to the fact of saying they're going to commit this crime, like where were all these safeguards that apparently exist? What do you mean? Well, for example, if we're being monitored and uh, there's that kind of also that narrative going around that, you know, the anti-AI, for example, narrative, Mm -hmm. like going like my my privacy, I'm so important. Like I don't, you shouldn't. Unless you're Siri, as we did already in this episode, or Alexa, you should know nothing about me. But right. like, well, then where was that apparatus in place to kind of feed the fact that we're being so watched like, to protect them? You know what I mean? It just seems interesting yeah. to me. It's just like if someone decides to go on safari right. and they get eaten by a lion, that's horrible. I'm sorry that happened. You went on safari. If you're going to go through right. a dangerous area... Right, it's not respecting people to think, oh, they're gonna love me, you know, yeah. like like well, th- that's not respect. Like thinking, oh, uh, uh, you know, everybody loves me in Brooklyn. I don't so, think it's like, about everybody I, has to love me everywhere. It's like okay, you know, that's not that is not goodness. Well, no, that's actually the opposite of goodness. You're ta- I think you would take this like I think you're taking this in a different direction. I think more or less it's just not being educated and understanding the world, like or or taking the time. To research exactly where you're going and what's appropriate, what's well, not. I, I think it's like people going to as like people going to like for example like certain areas in, in the Muslim community and not abiding by a certain type of dress code that's very important right. to that culture. Exactly important to that culture and, and important to what's going on there. That. And then it's just like going, well, that's not what I do, so I'm not going to do so, it. Right, that's right. A, a, an entitlement that is insulting. Yeah, and you're coming in making that insult out the gate, and you're then surprised when people act hostile back to you. Right, exactly. And it's like, yo, okay, I'm gonna go cycle through your roads and take a bunch of Instagram pictures, just like I do in Palo Alto. And then, oh, you know, I, uh, next thing you know, but it's there's a Starbucks down the street. Great. And you so know, like, the one thing I want to say also before, because we didn't, I don't think it's been said, it's horrible. That this happened. No, absolutely. And, and here's well, the other side. And we haven't. We unfortunately we did the bad side first. The other side of it is this is fucking terrible. And this poor young couple who it's like, yeah, okay, maybe they were ignorant or dumb or whatever, but they clearly went through some real shit. To you know, they were taking a real 
experiment here. Well, I mean, they were really working the, hard to, to kind of make their the, dreams come true. And the fact that they got killed is absolutely horrible. And what's even crazier is I'm just so disappointed in myself because when I saw, read this news in that moment, I had that exact reaction of that of article. My, my immediate reaction was, oh, those fucking idiots. Well, and it, like it literally, this news. This is how fucked up the human mind is. Well, not necessarily. This news. These people could be my fucking good friends. Like they're the same class of people, and this news made me happy. So for like, like ten minutes, I was happy. So, I was like, ah, yeah. There's my worldviews affirmed. Well, you know, you know it's and like, it's like that's so fucked up. It's not. You're being first of all way hard on yourself, and then also understand like when you're faced with something so horrible as this and as scary as this, you you'll use different types of defense mechanisms to justify it and to kind of make sense of it and humor is often used and a great tool for that alone and like you're right like the the idea of natural selection or these entitled like people going there where they think it was going to happen we have to make sense of senseless acts of violence but they're senseless and especially when it comes towards a culture like isis it's built around where this type of behavior is not only expected but rewarded and and almost to the same way that we put our celebrities on these very false pedestals it's it, it just shows you a lot of like where we are in the world and like not so much that we, we need to respect the cultures that we walk into, but we also have to find ways that, to communicate with each other. So we're not running each other off the road just because they're doing something that they don't understand. Like, I don't think that that community understood why they would bike through that community like, like, like around the world. And then these, this couple didn't understand that they're just by being and doing what they wanted to do in this territory was disrespecting their entire way of life. It, it's also interesting to me the the progression of the, the headlines from the sites that you read because the original headline was millennial couple bikes through ISIS territory to prove humans are kind, right? right. And then it suddenly became millennial bikes near ISIS right, territory right, right, thinking right. humans Because it kind. wasn't actually ISIS territory. Well, no, these, were, I, these men had pledged to ISIS, but this was not this ISIS is, territory. This is what the yeah. New York Times says. They say, though Islamist movements have been active in Central Asia for decades, they have not been known for targeting Western tourists who visit the historical cities of the Silk Road in Uzbekistan and hike and cycle in the mountains of Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan. The Fergana news site suggested the attack could frighten off tourists. The Islamic State's claim of responsibility appears to be its first for an attack inside Tajikistan. Well, but the, okay, yes, they Analyst claimed said. they claimed responsibility. However, the young men who committed it did record a video with the ISIS flag saying we're doing this right, for right. ISIS. But, but to say this is ISIS right, territory right, 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 is very right. misleading, and it's also it, isn't it, that what's so terrifying about like organizations like ISIS because they are without borders? And, yeah. I mean, well, just the the idea that people want to believe is that they were like bicycling through Raqqa, the ISIS <laughs> capital city, and, right. and then no, they're all surprised they get yeah. killed. Yeah, when right, is right, like right. they're in this place where a lot of tourists are doing bicycling, like nah, it's not. I don't a, know if it's a lot of well, well, how about the, I answer this question? Is it a lot of American tourists? That I don't know. I think that's also an important factor. Yeah. It well, just, or but they were also because they, they were, were with the two others who also got killed. Yeah, who were not. You from can America. see the video. The, yeah. the, the video is out there. It's you, you can't really see. No, you can't see what's happening. It's very fuzzy and far away. But yeah. it's like you see the moment. I just I just like that. That is where you get your your feed. From. I don't get my feed from that. I didn't like. I didn't. I don't like surf. Whatever the pluralist is. Dot com every day. I, that just came to me through some Reddit or oh, something. I don't know, you know, so who knows? But that's oh, also... Sorry, I don't b read the fake news corporatized media uh, that you read owned by one of 
five huge conglomerates. Again, it's getting awkward in here. Uh, here we go. <laughs> no, you just want to read. Isaac, you you just want to read a, a a story that's like not even written in truth. That it, it's it's easier to make it this these cartoon characters that yes. you can hate, which is what you did. I'm not defending the pluralist. I don't even know what the pluralist is. I've never of heard of it before. But I will say, do, I do looked you remember up when you Snopes. sent me a link for Amren. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> Patriot911.net, my favorite site. <laughs> Isaac sent me an article from Amron. I don't, still don't know what that is. It, it was a white supremacist <laughs> news oh, website. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't discriminate. I just take links. Whatever yeah. hot take I can, yeah. I can find that forward to yeah, just This seems fine. Well, that's a, this is Again, how Isaac, we always return back to this. You need a filter. Well, but actually, look at Snopes, which is supposedly the... Debunking thing, they have the most misleading about article about this possible. It's so fucking misleading. They try and make it seem like the guys weren't even in ISIS. They totally omit that whole part, or not in ISIS. They didn't pledge to ISIS. It's total bullshit. Uh, and the guys were very. Oh, they were. I'm on. Idealistic. I'm on Snopes.com for listing for this. It site. says mixed. It says mixture. What's true? ISIS well, militants claimed responsibility for the murders of Austin Gugan and two other tourists. Austin and Gugan had posted several times online about the generosity and kindness they encountered on their world, round the world cycling trip. What's false? There is no evidence Austin and Gugan. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Gugan were aware of any terrorist threat in Tajikistan or that they traveled through oh, that region on. particularly in order to vindicate their belief in human kindness. There is ample evidence that their trip was motivated by no more than a desire for adventure and life experience. Okay, see, that la- that's the spin. That last sentence. You don't need that fucking last sentence, and that's not true because you read their blog. He's talking about evil is not real. I mean, give me a break. That last sentence is completely fucking misleading. Well, that's not what you just said, though. You just said that... Snopes well, if claimed. you read the article, I don't think it ever gets to the point where it, sa- it says ISIS Except claims it. Except the very it. beginning of the article. No, 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 where it says ISIS claims it, but it doesn't say that the young men who did it did, were doing it for ISIS, I don't think. Does this happen a lot with Isaac when you basically say, here's what it says, and he still argues? I, this I, this I'm like goes back clear. to clear. Like, you understand okay. what I'm saying, Charles. Uh, sort of. Let's see. <laughs> well, no, they have that. They have that thing in here. What uh, it Austin and Gilgan appear to have had both negative and positive experiences along their journey, posting about cold weather, illness, bike trouble, and the occasional collision with unfriendly motorists, but also enthusiastic about the breathtaking views they encountered. Uh, blah blah blah. So spin, spin, spin. Yes. Uh, then they quoted from his blog. You watch the news and you read the papers and you're led to believe the world is a big scary place. People, the narrative goes, are not to be trusted. People are bad. People are evil. People are axe murders and monsters and worse. I don't buy it. Evil is a make-believe concept we've invented to deal yes. with. The well, there's 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 the truth into that. Like, well, first of all, there there is truth into the fact that our media right now is is it is shameful, especially the way that we're getting our news and the, the fact that it's so reactionary and fear-based. And well, that's one hundred percent true. Snopes included. But hold on. But the hold on. But the thing is, like, there is a point too going. Like, we can't also not live our lives because we're told the world is scary. I think there is a happy medium. I think this is a very tragic event. I think it's a singular tragic event. I don't think we can sit there and go like, you're right. Like, should they have been in that area? Maybe. I just don't think that this attitude they have towards the world, they think it's good. I think it's, I think we don't know what their respectful. attitude is. I don't think any one of these people that wrote these articles actually knew these people. I think this is what's being spun so we can have this type of conversation. Yeah. I, I think, honestly... What's the difference, like, once again, between globalism and nationalism, in a way? You know, it's like, is the world this friendly place that everybody should just this be able is to enjoy? Sensationalism. Or, should, or should people be That's able to have is. their this thing is, where, no, you is, don't fucking come this in This is here. taking a very unfortunate event and capitalizing on it and, <laughs> and sensationalizing it to 
sell papers and to get people talking podcast about podcast hits. Podcast hits. Yes, that's right. Well, then that's how we generate sensationalized. Well, then let's put this. Make sure that you know that's click, in, the, in the title. Clickbait titles. Click let's brainstorm titles. real fast. What do we got? Yeah. Uh, ISIS was right to kill the couple. <laughs> ISIS biker gang. <laughs> ISIS Argento. Ooh. Ooh. You like that? Mm. No. Harvey. Harvey didn't do it. I'm yeah. coming up with clickbait, not things that I believe. Harvey and the big payback. Har- wait, 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 oh, wait, the big wait. Harvey and the cyclists. What about what about this? We shouldn't be hurting people. <laughs> Maybe, yes. I think to intro the new clip, it that should just is... be we shouldn't be hurting people. <laughs> Nobody should be hurting people. That's that's what they thought. That Maybe that's what this is about. It's like their their whole vibe was just like, the world is just a place where I can go wherever I want because I'm just like... Mm, you know, I'm, I'm actually I'm reversing... I'm nice. I'm nice, so therefore everybody's just... I, nice. That's. I think you're just simplifying it, and just again, it's just about like this is an unfortunate event. I'm just saying. So what? Another thing they were doing on their blog. Here's a, maybe a, a way to put it. They were tracking where they where they were going. So they were they were like leaving a path for people to follow them. Right. Right. If yeah. you're oh. leaving a path through this country that doesn't want you there, and okay, and then the path becomes popular. Right. And then, oh, you have 10,000 people a year biking through this road in, in Tajikistan. And then, oh, okay, uh, since there's 10,000 people biking through this road, let's set up uh, uh, Starbucks and McDonald's along this road and, you know, maybe a Dunkin' Donuts. And, okay, now, oh, the mm. family, my family member, my sister now works at the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, now my whole family works at the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, now there's a new, uh, you know, Western school down the street. And, you know, now I'm p- plugged into the globalist system. Right. You just took all of us hostage on that one. I'm just, I like, all I'm saying is it's like, I kind of, I get, that's it's like, that's maybe not... they're defending their territory in a way. <laughs> that was the perfect, perfect moment for that. <laughs> no, it's like I'm bleeding from my face. Uh, uh. That anyway, that cool. sound clip never disappoints. It's always always comes at a great moment. Yeah. So, uh, what wh- what's our conclusion from this? I don't know. Uh, I don't really have one. I mean, I feel terrible for these people. And again, I I'm I'm being over the top, and I don't think it's obviously this is never right, and they certainly didn't deserve this by any means. You know, it's not like oh you you deserved what happened. You know, I mean, like uh, I always love the story of Christopher McCandless. You know, the Into the Wild story, and it's like people who try and say he deserved it. There's something like satisfying about saying that because you're right. I think it makes it, it's like, oh, when you can blame someone, it makes a senseless death seem more sensible, like mm-hmm. with Chris McCandless. Um, but on the other hand, I totally uh, kind of, again, my sh- as, as shitty as it is to say, my instantaneous reaction was that. It was kind of like, a, you know, these people were naive and this is an example of this sort of blind, white colonial attitude of global harmony that's just not very respectful you know so i don't know what do you think i i mean i don't it's hard to take these really individual situations and spin it into a larger thing Meaning, and that yeah. and that's what i think is gross is that right. everybody wants to take this and like confirm their worldview right with signal it. with it's it. like yeah, you know, here's to, my signal on this yeah, four yeah, people yeah. died and they didn't die for your Whatever your narrative is, and it's pretty shitty. Yeah. And but what what can you take out of it other than 
you know, the world is a fucked up place sometimes and that's it. Yeah. Fuck. Brad, do you have a final thought about the bicyclists? I think honestly, Charles, what you said is accurate. And I just think that we shouldn't be taking these moments and turning them into like our ways of preaching our own agenda. It just, it's a horrible act. Instead, we should be taking them and, and making <laughs> podcast episodes. <laughs> so that's, that's really is God's work. Yeah. So yeah. it's important that people can die so that they can become <laughs> content consumed by our listeners. So dark. That's a good oh. lesson. <laughs> so dark. Die for content. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.